Hey, listeners, are you a part of my free Everyday Style Lounge Facebook group yet? If not, you're going to want to join ASAP. Starting December 2nd, my annual 12 Days of Holiday Giveaways kicks off, and this year we're giving away over $2,000 worth of jewelry, makeup, skincare, gift cards, clothes, home decorating courses, and more. The ladies in the Style Lounge love these 12 days, and I want you to share in the fun too. Simply search Everyday Style Lounge on Facebook or head to the show notes for a link. I'll see you there and good luck. Welcome to another episode of the Everyday Style School podcast, where we believe style can be easy, getting dressed should be fun, and you can ditch your closet full of nothing to wear for an effortless wardrobe you truly love. I'm your host, Jennifer Mackey Mary, and today we've got a fun episode, helping you love the way you look this holiday season without adding a lot of extra stress. I'm going to be giving you a whole bunch of outfit ideas that have nothing to do with that tired red sweater that hides in your closet 364 days a year. For this one, I'm going to be adding a lot of links to the show notes and in the Everyday Style Lounge for all the outfits that I'm talking about, and I've even created a Pinterest board with lots of inspiration photos. I'm not just going to give you ideas and run, so make sure you check out all of those resources. This episode comes out November 21st, so there's still time to put together a fabulous outfit for Thanksgiving next week. Also today, I'm sharing one of the biggest winter trends in current events and giving info on another trend in our vocab lesson. Before we get into all that, though, I want to share a crazy kind review left on Apple Podcasts last week. This one is from Alone in Boy House, and here's what she has to say. Hands down the podcast for style and everyday women. I wish I could put into words how life-changing, all caps, following Jennifer has been. By following her tips on how to dress to flatter your body, I have gained confidence and an all-around better outlook on life and the people around me. This podcast gives so many tips on how to dress to flatter your body for real women. Most of them are relatively painless to achieve, and every woman can do this. I appreciate the homework at the end of each podcast because it motivates me to apply what I've learned. Share this with your friends. Thank you so much, Alone in a Boy House. Your words are so kind and they mean so much to me. And I wanted to share this one because I love what she has to say about gaining confidence and a better outlook on life. I always want you to come away from these episodes understanding, as Diana Vreeland once said, it's not about the dress, it's about the life you live in the dress. Thank you again for your kind words, Alone in a Boy House. They are so important to me. Um, I hope that you are enjoying your status as the queen in your boy house. While I would not trade my daughters for the world, in the last week I have had shoes, skincare, jewelry, and mascara go missing. Being the only woman around might have its advantages. All right, let's kick things off, as we always do, with Lessons from Linda. Have you ever waited tables? I sure have. It was one of my first jobs at 15, and I slung a whole lot of plates for more years than I care to admit. I learned a lot over those years, and one thing I learned was that when, at any point during a table's experience, someone uttered the phrase, don't worry, we're great tippers, the result was going to be exactly the opposite. Those tables were 10% max, no matter what I did or how hard I worked. My server listeners are nodding their heads right now because you know that we're great tippers is the kiss of death to a server. 
So fast forward a whole bunch of years to me helping women buy pants instead of get food. When I had a shopping client who claimed on her style questionnaire or while we were together that she was willing to try anything, my heart would kind of have that same we're great tippers feeling because those were usually the women who were least willing to try things outside of their comfort zones. Now, this is a story of a Linda who did not fit that mold. Linda called me, as a lot of women do, because her closet was just a hodgepodge of stuff, and she didn't feel like she could mix and match anything to make actual outfits, let alone have a cohesive personal style that she really liked. In this Linda's case, it was a result of her being super frugal, which I admire, hats off to Linda, but most of her clothes were hand-me-downs from her sisters and her mother-in-law. There wasn't a ton in there that she had really picked herself. We cleaned out her closet majorly, pretty much just down to the basics, and then we hit the stores to rebuild. When I start shopping with a client, I try to find pieces they like and pieces they don't like. Things you don't like say just as much about your style as the things you do, and the heck knows often help me figure out a client quicker than the yeses. On this day with this Linda, there were no heck knows. Everything I held up, she shrugged and said, meh. I'll try it. I'm willing to try anything. Her openness and willingness to try things was so fun for me because she was a total blank canvas. But as we were shopping, I found myself basically dressing me. I was picking up things I liked because I had total free reign and no parameters from her. One thing I pride myself on as a wardrobe stylist is not injecting myself or my taste into my client's experience and helping my Lindas get the best look for them, regardless of what I think about it. And if you are ever looking to hire a local stylist to work one-on-one with someone or online or however, one important question to ask them is, how do you, how does he or she help clients who have very, very different style than they do? If they can't answer that one quickly or they can't give you a sufficient answer, don't hire them. Anyway, this Linda tried on so much more than most of my clients because we just couldn't get to what was the essence of her style and what she really loved. And while she went home with a wardrobe that was really stylish and mix and match and appropriate for her lifestyle, I went home wondering if she got a wardrobe that really felt authentic and personal to her. Here's what you should take away from this, Linda. First, Willingness to try things outside of your comfort zone is a good thing. It's a very good thing. It's how we evolve style-wise and stay out of style ruts. The biggest compliment I get is hearing my clients say, I would never have tried this on my own, but I love it. I hear that in the capsule community frequently, shout out to my capsule girls, and it makes my heart so happy every single time. If you find yourself shopping and saying, oh, that wouldn't work for me, or nope, not for me, to 99% of the things out there, you might want to open yourself up a little bit more and try new things. But, and this is the second lesson, you have to have some parameters for what you like and what you don't to end up with a wardrobe you love. Linda's willingness to try and accept anything was the reason her closet ended up like it did in the first place. She just took what everybody gave her and said, meh, I'll try anything. You've got to filter everything through your personal style lens and see if it matches up with how you want to look. Being open to absolutely everything and being open to absolutely nothing are the ditches on the side of the style road. Your goal should be to stay on the road, in the middle, open to new things, 
but ultimately rejecting what doesn't truly speak to you. Let's move on to the word of the week. This week's vocabulary word is lug soul. Lug is spelled L-U-G. Soul is spelled S-O-L-E. Lug soles, obviously a shoe sole. Lug soles are made of thick rubber and feature deep, chunky indentations. They're common in work boots and in hiking boots as the deep indentations provide stability and traction. We're talking about them today because they're a big trend for winter 2019 as hiking boots and Doc Martin styles are coming back and having a moment. But lug soles are also showing up on loafers, Oxfords, and even sneakers. The sneakers you're going to see, there are some converse out there, but for the most part, it's like Gucci sneakers that are showing the lug sole. Lug soles are really part of the 90s trends reimagined that are cropping up everywhere. This style is great as we head into winter as the lug sole helps you stay upright as you are walking through slippery and icy spots, navigating target parking lots and sidewalks. As always, I will post a link in the show notes so you can see example of lug sole shoes. This time, let's say we do under $100. Okay, let's talk current events. Today, we're talking about one of the biggest trends for winter 2019, and that's sweaters. I know you're thinking, uh, sweaters aren't new. We know what sweaters are. And yes, I get that sweaters as a concept isn't revolutionary, but it's been a long time since we've seen this many of them in stores. I started noticing this trend a few months ago when I was shopping with my daughter, who is a tween. She wanted some long sleeve tops that were nicer than t-shirts, but not a blouse, kind of what I've always called beyond basic knits. They were nowhere to be found. What was everywhere, though, were sweaters, 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 sweaters. We're talking crop sweaters, tunic sweaters, turtlenecks, crewnecks, fair isle prints, animal print, pointel, cable knit, cardigans, pullovers, every kind of sweater you can imagine, that is what's out there. The big look of the season is sweaters. I know some of you who are always cold will be in heaven this season, but I've worked with a lot of clients who avoid sweaters because they don't want to add bulk. And for that crowd, if you fall into that crowd, I've got a few tips for you. First of all, if you haven't already, go back and listen to episodes two through six on dressing your body type. That knowledge will help you figure out how to choose sweaters that are best for your shape. The first tip after you've listened to those is make sure that everything else about the sweater is on point. For example, if you know you look best in a bateau neckline and raglan sleeves, look for sweaters with that neckline and sleeve type. If crewnecks are your best shape, go for those. If a mock neck t-shirt doesn't look nice on you, a mock neck sweater won't look any better. Likewise, if hip length items aren't your best, don't go for a hip length sweater. You want to keep the silhouette Even though it's a knit sweater, you want to keep it following your best looks. Second, pay attention to the knit. Not all sweaters are created equal. Textured knits like cable knit or a shaker stitch or fisherman knit, they're going to add more bulk just because they're a more substantial stitch. In addition, because they're thicker, they don't always drape as well and tend to be boxier. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I've had lots of, especially pear-shaped clients who look really, really amazing in chunky cable knit sweaters. But you should know if that's a look that flatters you or not. If it's not a look that's best for you, look for a sweater that's a finer gauge that drapes a little bit better. Finally, beware of oversized. 
While everyone on Pinterest, I get it, loves the look of the oversized sweater and they all look so cute in their ginormous sweaters, that doesn't always translate to real life that well. It can end up looking frumpy, not adorable, and can add visual bulk. If you want to go oversized, I suggest trying on a couple of different sizes to objectively see which one looks best or look for styles that are meant to be oversized. This is a big thing for me. Chances are when you look for a sweater that is an oversized fit and not just a size up from what you normally wear, that sweater will fit properly somewhere, whether it's in the shoulder or whether it's on the sleeve. It won't just look like a big oversized sack. You have a better chance of looking like that Pinterest model and less like you're playing dress up in a cut that is meant to be oversized in your actual size rather than sizing up in something that's not meant to be oversized. I hope that makes sense. All right. In the show notes, I've got links to a bunch of sweaters that I'm loving right now. So go check them out. When we come back, we're going to talk about some fun and easy outfit ideas for the holidays that do not involve a red sweater. And I'll talk about why I'm so passionate about the red sweater when we come back. It's almost time. The Winter Capsule Wardrobe Guide is being released tomorrow, November 22nd. And I am so excited about this one. Just like always, this capsule guide shows you how to use 34 pieces to create well over 150 outfit combinations that get you dressed from everything from holiday parties to running errands in cold, dreary January days. We give you shopping links so you know where to buy each piece and over 20 pages of visual outfit ideas. We show you exactly what to wear with what so you aren't left wondering, do these go together? The capsule wardrobe guides are your foolproof plan to looking fabulous all winter long. Plus, I've got a special bonus for subscribers who sign up for the whole year. You're getting the mini winter athleisure guide, which shows you how to combine 21 stylish athleisure pieces to make over 60 outfits that are super cute and so comfortable. There isn't a button or zipper on any of these pants. So if the holidays are not kind, you can still be stylish. If you're a stay-at-home mom or you just are someone who puts comfort first, you want to grab this bonus guide. But hurry, the winter guide and the bonus athleisure guide both go away when 2019 says goodbye. Head over to my website at youreverydaystyle.com to get your guides now. And don't forget to use code SAVE15 to take $15 off of your first capsule guide purchase. Capsule guides make great gifts too. Gift cards are now available on my website to make gift giving even easier. Now back to the show. Okay, ladies, let's talk holiday outfits. I've got a couple of disclaimers for this one, which I feel like I haven't had in a while, but here goes. First of all, yes, for the most part, I am talking about American Thanksgiving and the holidays that happen before the end of the year, including Christmas. I know there are people listening all over the world. Big shout out to my Australian girls. And there are those who celebrate holidays other than Christmas or don't celebrate anything at all, with the exception of the traditional Christmas colors All of the outfits I'm sharing could be worn by anyone for anything in these months that call for a little extra sparkle. And second, I know there are women listening who thinks, who cares? We don't dress up in my family. It doesn't matter what you wear. And okay, I hear you. But here's the thing. I think you do care a little. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to a podcast about style. And also, here's my bigger issue. Things like holidays are only special because we make them that way. We decorate our homes. We plan special meals. We work damn hard to pull those meals off. 
putting a little more effort into what we wear is just another way of making the day special. What if we said that no aspect of the holidays was important or different than any other day? We just end up eating pizza out of a box with plain paper plates and all of a sudden it's just a day off, which is great, but it's not special. In sharing these ideas with you, I want to help you embrace the holidays more fully and find more joy in them rather than just adding another thing to your to-do list. So with that said, here are some easy outfit ideas for the holidays. Now here's the thing about the red sweater. When I would work with clients, often we would come across a blouse or more likely a sweater. It was always a blouse or a sweater and it was always red, and they'd say, oh, I don't need to try it on. I just wear it on Christmas. And I would ask, does it fit? They'd say, that probably. And I'd say, do you love it? And they'd say, eh, I just wear it on Christmas. It was the token red item in their closet, and it had one specific purpose, to be trotted out for Christmas dinner and then put away until next year. Then I would ask, does everyone in your family wear the same thing each year? And they would laugh because they would realize the point that I was trying to make. And they'd say, no, it's just easy. Or I don't like red, so I don't want to buy more of it, but I feel like I have to have something holiday-ish. Sometimes our sessions would be close to the holidays and I'd say, okay, well, let's find something else to wear. And we'd go through her closet, find something that looked festive and special and did not include the red sweater. They were often a little shocked that they could feel festive and holiday-ish without their red security blanket. But then I'd hear... I really like this, or this is so pretty. I'd like to think that the red sweater never made another appearance, but you never know. Whether or not you're in a red sweater rut, there are so many stylish ways to look festive this season. All of these can be dressed up or down to match your style and your gathering's level of formality. And remember, there are lots of links and ideas in the show notes, including that Pinterest board. So let's dig in. First of all, how about green? Yes, this one is Christmas specific, but did you know Christmas has two traditional colors? It seems like a no-brainer to go for green, but never in all my years styling women did anyone say, oh, that's just the green blouse or green sweater I wear at Christmas. We kind of forget about it as a christmas theme wardrobe choice, which I love because it makes it kind of unexpected, but when you wear it, you're like, oh yeah, why didn't I think of this before? Also, emerald green is having a moment this year, so it's really easy to find in all kinds of shapes and silhouettes. The last thing I love about green is that it looks a little bit more expensive than red, even if you don't spend a lot on it. Pair an emerald blouse with a pair of ivory pants or even dark skinny jeans and some sparkly jewelry, and you are good to go. Speaking of ivory, that is my next suggestion for non-red holiday attire. Ivory just looks luxe. If you want to look like a million bucks, go head to toe ivory. Think about um, Olivia Pope on Scandal. She always looks so classy and expensive and it was always head to toe ivory. You can wear skinny cords in a sweater or dress pants in a blouse. Ivory monochromatic outfits are so incredibly chic, but if you are terrified of a gravy boat incident, pair an ivory top or ivory bottoms with something other than black, which tends to dull the richness of the color. Go for a burgundy or why not more green or even blush? Try to get away from the black pant ivory sweater expected thing. All right. Idea number three is any color other than black worn head to toe. Head to toe black screams more funeral than festive. So leave that one in the closet and wear another color, any color all over. Navy, 
burgundy, teal, blush, maybe even gray done right are all super chic choices. A lot of women shy away from monochromatic outfits because they think they can only have one hue in their outfit and all the pieces much match exactly. This is not true. It's easier to pair tints, tones, and shades of a color rather than trying to match them exactly. For example, if you tried to find the perfect burgundy top to go with your burgundy skirt, you might give up in frustration and think, oh, these aren't close, quite close enough. Instead, Go for a rosy pink top with the burgundy skirt. It still counts as monochromatic, but it's easier than matching exactly. I would love more women to get away from the idea that things go with black and only with black or with gray and start using more color this way. It always looks elegant. It always looks a little unexpected. It looks like you put a lot of effort into your style. But if you are not ready to start wearing monochromatic on a random Tuesday, at least give it a shot on the holidays. Okay, you want to really up your festive quotient in your wardrobe this year? Try something metallic. Whether it's a basic knit top or a metallic midi skirt, you can't help but look a little fancy in the built-in shine. Metallic tops are easy to pair with jeans or simple pants, or you can pair a metallic midi with a fluffy sweater and booties. Just keep the accessories and other pieces of your outfit basic and let your metallic shine on its own. I love this one because you don't have to find a necklace that matches your top exactly. You don't have to find that right piece. The metallic does the work for you. All right. Another way to look luxe this holiday season is to add texture to your outfit. I saw a velvet sweatshirt the other day at Loft that would add a little extra something, something, but still look appropriate even at the most casual of gatherings. You could throw that on with even distressed jeans and it looks, it looks holiday. It looks festive. Or you can pair an eyelash sweater with a pair of leather leggings. Look for lace or fringe, faux fur, boucle, tweed, sequins. One piece with texture can do a lot for an otherwise basic outfit. Idea number six is dresses. Again, not a revolutionary concept, kind of like sweaters, but dresses are kind of one piece wonders that I swear by. A few years ago, I participated in Dressember, which is a fundraising initiative to help women who are victims of trafficking. The idea is that your friends and family sponsor you to wear dresses and nothing but dresses for 31 days. Kind of like your kid's fun run, except with with dresses. You're not allowed to wear skirts or jeans, just dresses. Anyway, I did it, and for 31 days... Everywhere I went, people were always like, you're so put together. You're always so dressed up. Oh, I wish I dressed up more. But the joke was on them because mostly I was in sweatshirt dresses and leggings. I was basically wearing pajamas, looking more put together than people who spent time thinking about their outfits. Dresses, I said it before, but they are one piece wonders that always look polished. And they're often more comfortable than pants, especially with good leggings or tights underneath. No matter how dressed up your holiday gathering is, or how dressed down it is, you can find a dress that looks appropriate and polished, and you can have that second helping of mashed potatoes, which is a win in my book. Now, if you are someone who gravitates toward dresses already, push yourself to try a jumpsuit instead. They're kind of the next level. Call them Dresses 201. I'll link to a couple in the show notes of jumpsuits that I think are great for holidays as well. Finally, the last idea is one of my favorites that I talked about in the fall and winter must-have episodes, and that is statement pants. Instead of basic pants with a statement top, 
flip the script and put the interest on the bottom. Again, it's these little unexpected things that make an outfit look a little bit more special and a little bit more stylish. You can do a texture like velvet or an unexpected color or pattern, but chances are you've already got a great basic top in your closet that just needs something fun to go with it. If the weather where you are calls for it, try a cropped version that shows off a great pair of kitten heels or a pair of metallic loafers. Statement pants are an easy way to feel like just your regular self, just a little bit more festive. There you have it. Seven ideas for holiday dressing that do not involve a tired red top that deserves a retirement party. Your homework this week, if you haven't guessed already, is to go in your closet and see how many outfits you can make out of the ideas you got today. Come up with one or two fabulous holiday outfits, and you, if you can't make one or two you love, just like you learned in the last episode, it's time to shop for something now. Grab a glass of wine, throw on your PJs, and start shopping. Not if you're at work right now. Save the wine and PJs till later. If you don't know where to start and you need more ideas, so many of the ideas I just shared are actually in the winter capsule. You could be done with all of your holiday outfit shopping and just your regular winter clothes shopping in 30 minutes or less, Eh, maybe a little bit more if you're trying to do the whole thing. It is the easiest way to love the way you look. Go check it out. I will be back next time to share tips on how to look expensive no matter how much you spend on your clothes. Bye for now. Class is dismissed for today, but the conversation doesn't have to end here. Head over to youreverydaystyle.com for show notes, freebies, and a link to join my free Facebook community, The Everyday Style Lounge. And if The Everyday Style School podcast is helping you love getting dressed again, it would make my day if you would subscribe to the podcast, leave a review, and share it with your friends so women everywhere can have more fun with style. Thanks, style sister. I'll see you next time. And until then, stay stylish.